Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quartz 96 FM. Have a, a Gary off of this for a second. When I was first diagnosed with terminal brain cancer, I saw that as an opportunity to gain extra attention for breaking world records for charity and having more purpose in my life than I have ever had. Because that's me. I'm the king of silver linings as well as the king of chemo. I am Mr. Positive everywhere in life, not just the sexual health clinic. Because that's my job. I have cancer, not can't, sir. My brain tumor has not dropped my sense of humor. I put the phone in fundraising. I have to talk to that man. Ian Ward, good morning. How are you doing? <laughs> are you, do you still have a terminal brain tumor or is that changed? No, uh, I literally got the call from my MRI results um, 20 minutes ago, 40 minutes ago, and it's always a draw, which is annoying to me. My mom always is delighted when I say, oh, yeah, no growth. But when I always hear it, it's just that means it's a draw as opposed to a victory. Right. Okay. And when were you diagnosed? Um, near enough to this time, two years ago, it was a... It was my diagnosis was just before my brother's birthday, and then my surgery was just after my birthday, which is tomorrow, and my brother's birthday is the twenty uh, sixth of May. So, in and around the uh, the the peak of COVID a couple of years ago, which was um, annoying for some, but handy for me. How come it was handy for you? Getting that? Oh, kind because of everyone else was stuck in, so I wasn't missing it. And when I had to like go in for surgery and all that, I was like, ah, well, no one's having a big summer party without me. This is great. Everyone else is suffering with me. There, <laughs> I'm there, missing there, nothing. There's the positivity on it. And your Instagram is is full of it. Um, you're in Cork, I think, this week for the first time ever. You are Irish. You live in the UK, I know that. But you're, you're Irish, as Irish as they come. But you're in Cork for the first time this week. Yeah, I'm going to see the uh, Chemical Brothers down on the uh, the 23rd, which uh, I've seen them uh, uh, God knows how many times now. I've actually met one of them, um, uh, showed him my tattoo, and he was very afraid of <laughs> where it was because it's just on my hip, and I think he must have seen that it was going to be somewhere worse. And he was just like sort of, I've got a photo of um, Ed Simons looking a bit sort of relieved that like <laughs> it wasn't further down. Tell us a bit about yourself, Ian Ward, because you're a bit of an Instagram sensation for your whole positivity and fundraising for cancer. Tell us about yourself. 
Oh, well, that whole Instagram thing, that literally snapped overnight. Um, so there's a lot of emails that have been sending out to people like, hey, can I get a, can I do your event um, uh, for free? And can we have a, a film crew on it and all that sort of thing? And um, the emails that I sent them was like, you know, yeah, so I have this many followers on uh, TikTok or whatever. And now when I've gotten responses from them, I have to really update. Like, by the way, the, uh, the channel has now tripled in size and uh, Instagram uh, that's only become popular, uh, same sort of thing. I think uh, at the start of um, start of June, I think I had 2,000 followers. It was all like uh, TikTok was the thing that I was uh, yeah. big on. And now Instagram is like nearly nearly 50,000. So well, it's gone very well. It's, and getting 50,000 on Instagram is, is, is hard to get. So tell, oh, us, yeah. tell us about yourself. Where are you from? How long have you, you know, tell us about uh, yourself. So I'm uh, I'm from Dublin. I'm in there. I'm currently there at the moment, and uh, I don't know how else to describe myself. Like I was, uh, I was working in the fitness industry before uh, before um, COVID kicked off, and that was also when it, it changed from uh, me having a supposed benign tumor to having one that was uh, was cancerous, and. Um, uh, the way I found out was uh, by a f- complete freak occurrence. I've been doing um, uh, what would you call it? A research. Uh, I've been a human guinea pig <laughs> for for ages, and uh, the last time I went in, uh, they said because uh, they always do in- incredibly uh, scrutinizing medical tests on you, and so they were like, "You've got a." I did an MRI, and they said, "You've got a you've got a brain tumor." And then my first reaction to that was. Oh, so does that mean that I can't do the uh, the medical trial? And I was like, eh, no, you cannot do the medical trial. You have a serious health problem. So I'm like, ah, oh, damn it, I was going to get three grand out of that. <laughs> and um, so then uh, I w- uh, they said it was benign, and uh, that was um, I kind of looked that up, like what kind of benign tumor effect, and it was like. Uh, uh, driver's license and uh, other stuff like that. And so I was a bit uh, miffed about that sort of thing. But in and around the same time, uh, I had meniscus damage uh, to my to my knee. Yeah. And so that, that meant that I was unable to uh, properly do um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu that I had recently uh, gotten into. And I was, I was decent at it. And uh, so that was actually far more um, depressing and saddening than the uh, the benign tumor at the time because it was something that I could physically uh, feel. It was, you know, a difference in my ni- life directly there. But like, it's difficult to sort of get upset over the uh, the tumor situation because I don't have uh, symptoms. So it's sort of like saying there's a there's a meteorite coming to destroy Earth. It's like until you can sort of it's difficult to be afraid of because it's it's not there. It's not tangible. And have you ongoing treatment for it, like? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, treatment at this point, not so much. So I go in for an MRI scan every uh, three months. And uh, then afterwards, they give me the uh, the results. And so realistically, the um, the best thing that I can hope for is uh, no growth without there being a change in uh, cancer treatments where there's like a, a, new, a new cure. And seeing as how uh, people are able to uh, text me uh, uh, over Instagram, there's about a thousand cures if, I'm, if I was to believe uh, everything that someone, uh, someone says from yeah. like the anecdotal evidence. But at the same time, the longer I stay uh, alive, it, that increases the chances of there being like fully uh, verified research um, uh, treatments for cancer and so it's like the longer I last the more it increases my likelihood of survival where does all this positivity come from I, I don't know I've, I've always just sort of been like that uh, sort of silver linings mm. way of looking at things um, 
it's it's not it's nothing new. Yeah. <laughs> it's just rec- nowadays a sort of a thing to prove it a bit more. Were well, you guess. always into the record breaking stuff? That I watched a video of you finishing. You'd done a double marathon on a treadmill. You lunatic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Treadmills are actually harder for uh, for different reasons, but uh, boredom being the big one. Like, as if you do a marathon, you get to move around. I did uh, the Gale Force, which isn't a marathon, but it's uh, it's quite long, and you get to go through the the only fjord in Ireland and out in uh, Westport. It's absolutely beautiful. I've seen it, yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing! Absolutely amazing. Um, I made a video on it, but it doesn't do it justice whatsoever. You, you, you. The camera doesn't sort of um take in the, the the atmosphere of the the whole experience itself and so when you're on a treadmill uh it's uh, like I, I do a thing now where it's uh i i do twitch which is like mostly a gaming platform where i play video games while on a treadmill and i don't tell people in the moment but uh in a lot of ways it's a lot easier because you're distracted from uh what you're the game rather than um, just sitting there going doof, 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 doof on the, on the treadmill. <laughs> yeah. And the fundraising is almost, it's almost a full-time job for you now. You fundraise all the time. Oh, yeah. It's a weird situation when someone says, uh, so like, what do you do for work? And it's like, eh, well, like I'm technically unemployed, but at the other end, it's like I'm working far more than... Uh, than an average sort of 95 because, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's nonstop. The Saturday and Sunday are prime time for um, TikTok for when you do, for when I do my uh, uh, workouts. I don't know about mo- most, most things on TikTok don't seem to be uh, to do with like lifting weights and that sort of thing. And um, so I don't know what prime time is for um, the normal stuff, but for my thing, it's always uh, in and around lunchtime. And then afterwards, there's like videos to be edited, emails to be sent. Like it's, mm. it never really ends. Even when I'm like taking a, taking a train, it's still sort of, you know, mm. uh, getting in touch with somebody or talking to my, uh, my manager, Izzy, who's um, a volunteer manager, but good God, she never stops. Like if you think I don't stop, I don't, she's, she works full time and then she also does my stuff and it seems like it's full time. It's she's mad. Yeah. Now you're trying to do this double marathon, not just not on a treadmill, but for real. Let me get this right. You want to run it in every one of the 52 countries and territories on Europe in Europe across yep. a year. Yep. So 52 miles is an exact double marathon. And then uh, the, when I originally did that on a treadmill, I just really liked when sort of patterns mix in. Uh, together like that and um I, I was like oh that's that's just really cool and it was uh it's a lead up to me trying to get uh, the whole way around the world um by manpower only and then so i thought all right well i better test that out with something like maybe do a van tour where uh you know i can kind of break it up and then mm. that was the idea and then i was like how many different uh, countries and territories and you, depending on what list you go to uh, it changes around, but there's roughly 52 right. um, countries and territories. It includes things like you know Gibraltar and the Isle of Man and yeah. uh, Jersey Island. So you, it, there's a bit of play with it. But uh, fingers crossed that uh, Putin doesn't mess it up um, <laughs> by the time this comes around. So when are you hoping this will start, or has it started already? Um, so I, I changed around. My, I originally had a GoFundMe that was just for the treadmill that uh, I do my, a lot of my live streams on. Yeah. And then I was kind of thinking, oh, well, that van is going to be expensive. And like hiring the um, uh, 
uh, like uh, uh, documentary filmmakers and that sort of thing. That's going to be expensive as well. So I should probably sort of um, get that going. And so I changed the GoFundMe around and I almost feel like I need to start telling people like, but guys, that the GoFundMe is a, is, is a different thing to the uh, cancer research charity. So it's almost like I have to um, uh, shepherd them like, no, 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 don't donate a little bit to that, but like mostly focus on the Cure Cancer website because that's where it goes to the world record and that's where it goes to cancer research. Yeah, talk about that for a while now because that, that's, that's, that's the big aim. Yeah, well, that's the first one. The first one is uh, just being the fastest, well, not the fastest, sorry, but raising the most amount of money for uh, running a uh, marathon. And it was uh, it was set by someone in the UK. So it's done by the uh, pound, which uh, ch- has changed so much in the last year towards its own worth, which is like, uh, woohoo, go on, uh, go on, Brexit, you're helping my world record become a lot easier. <laughs> It used to be at uh, three point one million, and um, someone posted on the uh, the Irish uh, lad Bible, and I was writing a message to them, being like, "Oh no, it's not two point six million. That's way off. I think you're getting confused with pound and and uh, thing." And then I did the conversion rate again. I was like, "Wow, that has, the currency has really weakened." Um, so it is. Uh, it's now two point six million uh, euro. Um, but that'll likely change. But uh, so that's the first record that I want to that I really want to break, and that will um, be the fourth of October is when the London Marathon is, and that's the the one that I've kind of set myself to. Right. And then also because I I kind of felt um, that obviously having cancer and like sort of saying like you know sticking two fingers up in cancer's face like that gives me the big pity vote. So uh, having cancer is a massive advantage <laughs> to getting that world record. However, I wanted to have one that uh, my cancer wouldn't be an advantage to, and that's just um, how fast I'm able to run the marathon okay. uh, dressed as something. And you can everyone can do like, that what if you want the, to. What is your marathon time, Ian? Would you uh, so the last marathon I did was like. Um, Four hours, and that was up in Edinburgh. But uh, whoever organised the Edinburgh um, marathon uh, route, I think they did a terrible job because we're not—you're not in the city at all. And it would be incredibly difficult to do it in Edinburgh because if you've ever been before, it's—it's it's very hilly. It is, but it's also incredibly scenic. Like it's—you're it, like. It's like being in a a, a a movie, like you're in Harry Potter world or something, where things are modern yet they're all uh, medieval. Right. But it, what it chose to do is try and keep the flatland, so it took you out to the coast, and along the coast they bring you through farmland, which is basically just gravel, yeah. and it tore my feet to bits. Okay. So I don't know how fast my. No, it's, a, uh, my it's, a, it's a lovely part of the world, though. Though it's Edinburgh, like you said, but you're going for the London Marathon on the fourth of October for this fundraising um, record. Listen, good to talk to you. Enjoy the Chemical Brothers. Uh, and, oh, I always and, do. And I enjoy Cork. Do. You've never heard been before. You're, I know you as a dub. It'll be hard for you to to hear this, but welcome to the real capital. <laughs> the rebel tell me which uh, which pub should I go to before we go to the gig what would you recommend oh there's any number of them we'll try and I, here's the thing we'll throw it out to listeners right so this guy Ian is coming to Cork this week to go to the uh, Chemical Brothers gig first time ever in Cork he's a marathon runner he's a cancer patient he's a fundraiser and I think you're a small bit of a lunatic as well if you don't mind my saying so what pub oh, yeah. <laughs> what pub would you recommend to Ian before he goes to see the Chemical Brothers at Musgrave Park. Ian, good to talk to you. Enjoy the trip and enjoy the gig. Corks 96 FM. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.